Welcome to the Woman Warriors Podcast, where we're working to help you call a truce with your anxiety. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Now, here's your host, Elizabeth Cush, LCPC. Welcome back to the Woman Warriors podcast. I'm Elizabeth Cush, your host. I am a therapist in Annapolis, Maryland, where I'm doing all online therapy with my clients. And right now, as I'm recording this, it seems as if the coronavirus cases have been rising a little bit everywhere. So I will be continuing to do online therapy for anyone living in Maryland. If you want to know more about me and my therapy practice, go to progressioncounseling.com. If you want to know more about the podcast, go to womanwarriors.com, but you can also link to the podcast through my website. You can find us on social media at Woman Warriors on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I would love to have you follow me on Instagram. That is probably where I am most active, where I post the most things. And I think it's what I enjoy the most is being on Instagram more than Facebook, way more than Twitter. I'm not really much of a tweeter. And today I thought that I would share a little bit about myself. Um, a little bit more about myself. I know in each episode, I tend to, uh, I do share some bits and pieces about myself as it relates to our conversations, but it felt important to me to share this today because as I continue to grow as a human, as I can continue to grow into myself as a person, I'm recognizing how often I have sort of kept things compartmentalized in my life, whether it's friend groups or um, parts of myself. And through therapy and my mindfulness practice and meditation, I am learning to have learned to integrate more and more parts of myself but that wasn't always the case. Uh, I I never finished college back in my 20s and uh, ended up working in retail, doing daycare from my home so that I could be at home with my kids, and then did go back and get my degree because that always felt like a part of me that I there was a part of me that was ashamed that I never f- completed college. And there was a part of me that was, it, that felt really important that I really felt that I wanted to get that degree. But I also knew at that time that I was leaning towards uh, becoming a counselor, a therapist, and I knew I had to get my undergraduate degree done first before I got my master's in counseling. 
And after getting my degree, I began to work outside the home for the first time. So I was, I did daycare for a very long time in my house so that I could be with my kids and then got a job outside the house at a local hospital where I worked as a domestic violence and sexual assault crisis response counselor, crisis counselor. So uh, working with trauma victims, either past or present, and helping them get the resources they needed in that moment. But as I've shared here, I'm an introvert. I'm also recognizing now that I am a highly sensitive person and working in the hospital was kind of overwhelming for me. And, and as much as I loved my job, much of the time I worked by myself. I was in the office alone. And as time went on, then I was in the office with my boss. But when I went out to do the work on the floors, I was by myself and pretty much relied on me to figure out what had to happen next whether it was calling police or just being with a victim, being with a survivor in that moment. But I wanted so much to be viewed as a professional. And so for much of my life, I, I for all of my life, so my name is Elizabeth, which is how I introduce myself as a professional. But for all of my life, my nickname has been Biz or Bizzer. But it felt important to me when I went to work that I create this professional identity, that I was Elizabeth, that Elizabeth Cush was the professional who came to work every day. And although my colleagues knew me as Biz and my friends that I made at the hospital knew me as Biz, I felt this professional uh, part of me was what I wanted to present to the world. And I thought that my name could define that. So I kind of armored myself in my professional appearance as well as my name and walking the halls, working alone a lot, all the trauma that I saw. I had very few people to share that with. And I created this wall of professionalism that allowed very few people to scale it and see me as I really am. And that made the job that much more isolating. A part of me felt that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't enough, that I was an imposter. And that kept the wall and the armor up, and it also kept me quiet. I can remember walking through the emergency room to see a patient and knowing that I had worked in the hospital for years and recognized many of the doctors and nurses, many of them knew who I was and, you know, that I worked for the domestic violence team. But I didn't feel like I had any friends. I didn't feel like there was a person that I could go to besides my boss and 
some of my coworkers, there wasn't someone there that I could share my experience with. And it was kind of lonely. I can remember feeling as if I wished I'd had the ability, the confidence to share more of myself with the people that I worked with, that I came in contact with. But there was a part of me that felt like being this more professional person was what was safest. And we all have parts of ourselves. We all have parts that show up when there's a crisis. You know, there's some of us have a really good crisis mode part part of us that can jump in, problem solve, make the phone calls, whatever it is that, you know, that fix it part of us. There are also parts of us that are the more introverted or shy parts that show up when we're feeling a little overwhelmed or stressed. There's the manager parts that say, here's that to-do list. This is what needs to get done today. And therapy can really help you tune into those parts. There is a particular type of therapy that I have been studying. It's called internal family systems, where you really get to know all of your parts. We all have that really inner critical part too. Don't forget that. That part of you that wants to show up and tell you how you're screwing everything up or how you should be doing things. And if you only could do it this way or hadn't made that mistake. But we all have parts of us and internal family systems can help us recognize those parts. Help us build relationship with those parts instead of just entering into that part without awareness or compassion or curiosity. And through my own therapy process, through my own personal therapy, my meditation and mindfulness, I am getting to know all my parts pretty well. And it has helped me build an incredibly compassionate relationship toward my inner critical part, which has quieted that part down quite a bit. But there are parts that still show up that want to shame, want to make me feel ashamed or guilty or feel that I need to still protect myself around others. So building up a wall of professionalism. And so when I began my private practice, however long ago that was, I carried on that belief that like I had to be Elizabeth to my therapy clients, Elizabeth on my website, Elizabeth out there in my professional world. And yet people who knew me personally or through Facebook, other people who know me professionally, I'm biz. So I'm sure you've heard on the podcast, some guests will call me Biz, some guests will call me Elizabeth. It all depends on how they know me and where they've met me. 
but it began to feel as if, before I started the podcast, it began to feel as if I had these two very separate compartmentalized parts of my life. My home life, where I was biz, my personal life, biz, biz, biz. Professional life, I was only Elizabeth. And that armor, that professional identity, that split in those two, you know, sort of compartmentalized parts of who I am began to make me feel really anxious and not myself. I began to feel ingenuine and inauthentic, if that's even a word. I no longer knew where those two parts merged. And maybe I never did. Maybe I kept them so separate that I did not know there was no place for them to merge. And it didn't feel good. I just never felt as if I was showing up as myself in any of the arenas, whether it was personal or professional. And so again, through my work with my own therapy, with mindfulness, with my, in particular, so important, my meditation practice, I've learned that I could be both those people. I can be a professional biz. I can be a more relaxed, comfortable Elizabeth, that both those parts of me are important parts, and yet they don't have to remain so separate, closed behind their own doors of this is how I should be in this moment, that I have learned to break down those barriers, those walls, those compartments, And almost as if there were two bodies of water that had a dam holding them each separate and apart. And suddenly as the dams lifted, the waters are merging into a cohesive lake, a whole, a whole being of me. And it feels better. It feels as if I'm living my life and I can trust myself, my voice, my intuition in ways that was harder to tap into when those parts were kept so separate and distinct. I've learned to let my guard down a little bit with clients in my writing, and here on the podcast. And honestly, I love both those parts. I love all my parts, and and it's important for all of them to have voice and be seen and heard and be accepted for who they are and their qualities of, of, of kindness, genuineness, hard work, all of it. So I'm letting my guard down. I am Biz and I'm Elizabeth. 
So when you hear me addressed as biz here on the podcast, you'll know it's probably someone that knows me in a more personal way, either through Facebook or more personally than that in face-to-face, you know, therapy situations or colleagues or friends or my sister. She's coming on the podcast soon. Yeah, she'll be here next week. So, um, yeah. So, I am Biz, and I'm Elizabeth, and it feels way more comfortable and has reduced my anxiety in a way that I thought by keeping them separate was helping me reduce my anxiety, when really it was just creating more discomfort in myself, because I wasn't being true to me. As I said, uh, self-compassion and parts work has been a huge part of the journey for me. And if you want to know more about internal family systems uh, and parts work, I can, I will put some resources in the show notes. But it's also a great way to get better, know your parts is through journaling. I have found that to be an incredibly helpful experience. And so when you feel, in particular, if that inner critical voice shows up, there are journaling prompts that you can use to help get to know that part better, what its fears are, what it's worried about, how it feels it's helping, how it came about. And if you'd like those prompts, I will put together a PDF. You can email me, private message me through Instagram, and I'll send you a free PDF on how to, to uh, get curious and creative and learn more about that inner critical voice that can keep you small and quiet and not trusting yourself. Well, I hope you all have a wonderful week. I hope you will take some time to sit with and notice the different parts of you when they show up. The things you like about those parts, the things you don't like about those parts. Just begin to notice and explore all of your parts with compassion, non-judgment, and curiosity. Again, if you want the newsletter delivered directly to your inbox, go to progressioncounseling.com or womanwarriors.com and there's a link to subscribe there. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Ciao for now from This Woman Warrior. Thanks for listening and subscribing to The Woman Warriors podcast. Music was written and performed by Andy Cush. If you'd like more information on this episode, you can find the show notes, the resources shared today, and links to the guests' profiles at womanwarriors.com. Thank you.